Boys and girls, welcome to a brand new podcast entitled Scary Biscuits. I'm your host, Kanks, and my co-host is Kevy Kruger, who I'm about to contact via seance right about now. Or is that seance? Here we go. Light the wee candles. My ball is polished. Let's go. There he is. Hello there, Kevy Kruger. Hello, family. Can't believe that friggin' work. I was setting up my wee room here. I had... Uh, my ah. candles and I have my, my seance ball or whatever it's called seance yep um, and oh and I've also I've accidentally contacted a dog as well apologies for any background I noise you might hear you might hear the voices of dead children in, in, in my end but anyway here we go man this is the brand new podcast that uh, we've been talking about for maybe the guts of Ever? a year now two years probably maybe. before we get started let's uh what is this podcast? Let's talk about what we were planning on doing here. This is uh Yeah. We're aiming to just uh hopefully we are the premier Northern Ireland podcast that uh, will cover all things horror in movies and occasionally comics because I, I do a bit of reading sometimes. Whatever else we can think of. Whatever else comes to mind and when we run out of ideas, I'm sure there's some shit we can throw in there as well. Well, there's always some shit. Before we hit the ground running with a, we want to do a review this week we both watched the movie called The Autopsy of Jane Doe which will be the one that yep. the, the one the first movie that we're going to kick off with uh, a bit of a background uh, yourself your introduction to horror what was the the thing that got you into it and got you interested in because you are the you know. you're the encyclopedia of the of this group here and I'm the uh and the damsel in distress that keeps tripping over things whenever the bad guy comes. So you have to guide me through all this horror. What was your first encounter or your first love? Well, as you know and anybody else who knows me, Nightmare on Elm Street's the one. Freddy Krueger just got me obsessed. That's funny that you've got the same surname as well. Um, Isn't that weird? So you began at the very the very first of the series or were you just dropped in? Yeah, no, it was like the very first one and I was very young. I couldn't even tell you what age I was. But from that, I just became obsessed. You know, Freddy, Halloween, Friday the 13th, a lot. I was I recently watched the, I have the container box set, missing, uh, I think, the remake, which I'm pretty grateful for. And I rewatched them in the last five years or so, and they're pretty gory movies for little kids. Like I certainly wouldn't have wanted to see it uh, be below the age of fourteen, <laughs> which I think is probably when I actually did start watching them. You're a different breed, though. I am a bit of a scaredy cat. Like it um, was the when we were kids to watch all them. Sure. The first thing I remember that that scared me, and the first person that really let me down was Mr. Michael Jackson whenever he released Thriller, and I. Just used to the King of Pop entertaining me and singing and dancing, not turning into fucking zombies and trying to eat my bloody ass. But it wasn't the la- it wasn't the last time he let me down. But um, so, <laughs> right, how will we kick things off? Will we go straight into talking about the autopsy of Jane Doe, or do you want to do it in news first? I'll let you pick. Uh, well, 
there's not a lot of news about it at the minute. I had a look and there isn't really much. Though, you had mentioned the Cult of Chucky the other day. Yeah, there was a teaser trailer released. Um, yeah. Where today is, what's today's date? The 10th? Wednesday, the 10th of January, I think we're recording this. The 11th. The 11th? Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it was about three or four days ago they put out a teaser trailer that I'd... Cut. There's with. only footage from the old films. It wasn't that that's a fucking cop out. That's not a fucking trailer. That's uh, it's, it's, it's more an, like an announcement to say, "Here we're doing this." What about what about uh, just put up the logo with some sound effects? A new a new <laughs> logo, you know. Ah, but you don't see Chucky in action then. Whenever, uh, well, I but it's old action. I want to see the, what he's doing now. I was watching it for the first. It's a minute, like a minute and a half trailer, uh, teaser trailer yeah. for the first thirty seconds. I was like, "This is oh my god." Talk about lazy! They're just they just redid everything, and then I, then I, I realized it's it is everything. It's just showing you it again. I thought it was new I, footage, but it was done exactly the same way. It's like it's pretty cool. I was that, that kid that looked exactly the same as the first kid. <laughs> I hope for something new with them at the end, but they didn't go there. Yeah, just even a close up of the new doll or something. You know, just uh, I'm saying something like here, Jackie. I don't know if that was one of his catchphrases. It's been a while. Like though, for most of the last film, the doll looked terrible. So. I don't remember the doll sticking. Is that the one that was based in? The, it was all set in the house. It was super, probably the most low budget yes. of the whole series, was it? I don't know. Well, it being one lo- location, and I, I remember it being felt very TV movie to me when I watched it. Yeah, they they had marketed it as a remake, which, if you've seen it, spoiler, it kind of isn't. I had never. There was not one minute of that movie that that showed a remake to me at all. What was the What was the remake apart? Not 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 a direct remake, but it was. They were saying it's a reimagining and it's not a sequel. And I hate when they do that. There. I didn't think much of it. Was it not like a was it PG thirteen or was it fifteen or something? No, no, no it won't. It's been a while I've seen it too, but there was few good kills in it, so there's no way it's PG thirteen. I didn't think it was nowhere near as good as the previous one, the one before that. Um, wasn't Chucky's Bride, was it? Yeah, but I, th- I think they were trying to steer away from the comedy a bit. Ah, see, it's hard to take it. I mean, that's I believe that's the evolution of um, these kinds of movies, though, isn't it? You get like the way the Kruger started off being straight up horror, and then they got more yeah because they went on. Then we got. You got Freddy the, became really camp Yeah, and you got Jason in space and Jason Axe and all. You know that that's the way they go. I don't think you yeah, can turn it back. Jason Axe is fucking brilliant though. Yeah, no, I don't, I totally think, I think it's that's the, that's the that's the natural way to go when you've got when you've got them characters. I think it's like because the same thing happened whenever they tried to do the remake. They tried to remake Freddy the Metal series again. It didn't work for me. I, I think you enjoyed it. Same goes for the Halloween's and the Freddy the Thirteenth. I'd rather than just keep going down the more silly. Road like, what, I, are you, what are you talking about? You're not talking about the remake, are you? Uh, the, the which one, the Freddy one? Oh, no, I didn't like it. I'd rather the the captain more of the humor in, in it. There was no, it was lacking all humor. No, but you said I liked when they went back to serious. I just don't. No, no, no. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. No, I, I hate it whenever the re the relaunch something that's already in your psyche as. There's com- there's comedy in that series in all them series the Freddies the Halloweens or maybe not the Halloweens uh, Nightmare on Elm Halloween got stupid Freddy going for comedy yeah you can't go you can't go once you've established like well there, we have a bit of humor in this here now we're going to remake it we're going to make it super more serious than it has ever been it doesn't work that's not the reason it doesn't work it didn't it didn't work getting the fucking four foot 
uh, actor to play Freddy that didn't work either all I can imagine <laughs> was that every time he, he was chasing after them they had to have him on a platform you know <laughs> um, but the Fre- the the uh, Chucky movies I did like the previous one because it had the humour and it went it got, just went more f- it's the word farcical I'm not even sure if that's the right term but it just got it hyped it all up the goal well, it, got it, was, more. it was like a party of itself in the end it was just pure fun yeah that's what I liked about it uh, but then I hope they do they that brought with this new teaser, with this new one they're bringing out. Yeah, but with with the last one, they brought it back to that in the end anyway. It was all tied together. The one in the house. Yeah. yeah. What, what this the, the this new one is there a title for this new one or is it just being called Ch- Chucky? It's the, the cult of Chucky. Oh, that's the actual title of it. Yeah. I will see. Well, When's it? Is well, the release date for? I think I don't actually know, but. I know Fiona Dorf's back and Alex Vincent's back and what do you call her? The doll? Shit. Oh. I've had a brain fart on her name. Oh. Jennifer Tilly? Oh, is she? Oh. Yeah. So, like, everyone's back. She's a real mess and looking now. She could only play dolls, I think. See, you probably don't remember now, but there was, like, a wee clip at the end after the trailers of Alex Vincent back as Andy and Chucky sort of delivered himself to him. Right. And it was like, oh, I do. 30, Thirty seconds long, and the worst acting I ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, what else is um, he known for, apart from being a kid? He's actor. known for that, but he's back for this one, which uh, has to be awful. I have a bad <laughs> feeling. Of, I have a bad feeling about it. The only way they can save it is if they have inventive kills. I think because that can, these kind of slasher movies live and die. No pun intended on their inventive kills. If he can get a couple of good ones in there, it might be all right. You know. Yeah, well, and Don Mancini's back doing it, so you never know. We'll we'll watch this space. Um, any other news happening at the moment? It's been quite quiet. I had a wee look around on the internet today as well, but I, I hadn't seen a whole lot popping out. Yeah, well, there's nothing really, but when I was looking, it's just going through the same old Stephen King movies coming out. You know, I reckon this might be his big year again. Oh, he's got more than one coming out this year? Well, there's It on the Dark Tower, and then Gerald's games getting made on Netflix, and they're all looking good, like. I'm, I'm familiar with the first two. I've never heard of Gerald's games. See, I vaguely remember the book, and this is a weird one. I don't know how they'll make it, but what I remember of it was this girl and her husband go to, like, a cabin in the woods right, to have some kinky times, Ooh. and she gets handcuffed to the bed, mm-hmm. naked, and while they're at it, he takes a heart attack and dies. So there is. <laughs> is he, there is, is he in her? Is he in her when he uh, dies? Is it, does, does it describe that? I can't remember. But the thing with that book is the rest of the book is her on this. 90% of it's her on this bed. Right. And it's a lot of what's going on in her head and what may or may not be going on around her. How you make that, I don't know. Interestingly. Though, Mike Flanagan's making it, and I've loved everything he's done so far. Like, he made, have you seen Absentia? Absentia? No, I've not heard it's of it. It's like five or six years ago. I thought it was really good, and then he did Oculus and Hush. I've heard of Hush, I've seen it, I've seen it knocking about. And I think one of the last ones he done was that second Ouija movie, which oh, I think surprised. Uh, I, I don't even think I've seen, I don't think I've even seen the first one. These are PG thirteen horror movies. This is this podcast is going yeah, to frustrate. But, I mean, the first Ouija 
to me was awful and I had no interest in the second one and it was only Mike Flanagan's name and a bit of decent hype that made me watch it and it is actually really good but do you need to watch the first one to watch the second one no maybe I'll just skip the first one and give the second I would, one a run I would recommend avoiding the first one to be honest Um, just uh, if you, people haven't gathered at this point the, just on the offset I am completely non-literate when it comes to horror movies <laughs> And you know everything, so it's going to be a lot of them moments that people yeah. are going to be going, that guy's a fucking moron. But that's why, I, that's why I'm here to be educated. You have to educate me on these things. Then, me trying to explain things isn't always easy. <laughs> so this might help me. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I've recently watched a few things. I watched last year's Blur Witch with, by Adam Wingard and Simon Bart. Is it a remake or is it, is it a sequel? It's... A sequel, but right. it's 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 almost like one of them sequels that is a remake. Do you know what I mean? They do a lot of the it's same stuff. It's similar. It's similar in a lot of ways, but amped up a bit. Right. Though, it, do you remember when it came out last year? It was only like a month or two before where they announced what it was. Yes, I uh, the tried for a while. It was Adam Wingyard's new movie, and it was going to be. Um, the Woods, I think it was called. Uh huh, that's right. And then in, there was people went into screenings to see The Woods, and all the posters outside said The Woods, they go in, and no one knew this was a Blair Witch movie, like, which I think would have been brilliant to see it like that, but only yeah. a handful of he, he, he tried to do, he just tried to have the similar success he had before with the, the, the marketing he did with the first movie, which worked on. Oh, like, no. He wasn't involved in the first movie. Oh, there you go, there you go. There's me sat, there's me sat <laughs> my cards out on the table. The clueless fucking. Well, uh, the reason the reason I was up for this movie was he's the same guy that did. Do you remember the guest and? Oh yeah, it's hold on. The guest is um. Uh, the from Downton Abbey. It's like a, in the army, and he comes back to, one of his friends. Mother's house. Surprise, surprise! I haven't seen it. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> Here, big recommend. It's amazing. I was thinking about yeah. that movie with. Uh, and it's very eighties. It's very eighties. It's brilliant. I, I was thinking of yeah, that movie with your man from uh, Arrested Development. What is it? And he moves into a house with his wife, and then his old school buddy turns up and starts <laughs> talking. Oh, what the fuck was it called? Your man from. Ah oh, shit! I forget about it. It was a big hype movie. It came out like two years ago, and I I wasn't. Uh, I thought it was just okay. I can't remember the name of it now. Well, you've seen your next, haven't you? No, I no. haven't. I haven't seen any of these I, movies. <laughs> it must have been your Chris. I was talking to you about that. See, this is why. This is another part of it. This is the reason. Another reason why we're doing this podcast because each week you're going to recommend a movie for me to watch, and this is now to get me up the up to date into watching horror again. Yeah, I decided at the start to keep you up to date a wee bit with more recent things, but. We'll soon get back to old school as well. Aye. The Blair Witch, it's Heather's bro- younger brother from the first one. He's been sent some footage that he thinks is her. Right. And he thinks she's still out there. So he gets, there's a group of his friends and then they meet up with the people that got sent him the tape and they all go out to the woods, which it's all very similar. In how, many that years, how many years is this set after the first one? 20. Hold on, right, right, right. If, I think it was if, 20. If one of my siblings went missing in the woods and 20 years later I got a message, am I fuck? 
going out there. There's no way you're out there. I think they said he was four years old when it happened, and no one really else believes that she's out there. I think they're just doing it to humour him and sort of play along. Is he mentally retarded? Because, I mean... Unless she went totally John Rambo out there, that she's dead, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll suspend my disbelief when I go to watch it. But I'll, I think let me just let you know that's my first strike against it. <laughs> oh, you'll have plenty of strikes against it, I think. I heard good things about it. It's, see, the thing is, they introduce... Yeah. Crap. I'd have been farting again. What do you call them? Ugh. Drones. They had drones. And they never used them. The wee, sp- the wee sp- spaceship things? Aye. Or whatever they are. <laughs> spaceship <laughs> things are as bad as me. They introduce a drone and they bring it up above the tree line, you know, and you think it's going to be used for something awesome later in the film. And it, it, the only thing it's there for is an excuse for someone to climb a tree. It is such a waste. Ah, uh, you mean for, like, really interesting shots or something? I we thought we were going to get something. I thought there was going to be a, some kind of decent scare off the back of it, but... It never made for nothing. Like. Does it still? Does it go back to the the same trick where it's all done in camera for? It's all handy cam where it's it's fine footage type of thing, or do we get like? It like, is fine footage, but each person has a Bluetooth camera right. like attached to their ear, so that allows you to see everybody's view of everything, kinda. Oh, but then I, I like that because I want that helps you get more immersed in it. That's what I hated about the sequel. It was just a straight up normal type of wide shot movie you know it was crap that's, that sequel is not crap do you like that sequel the witch thing I did at the time what it's been a while since I've seen it Book of Shadow oh Book of Shadow he's going to call it the Skeleton Witch <laughs> I remember watching like I haven't seen it all the way through but like I'd seen the beginning one night and then I, uh, months later I'd seen a wee bit in the middle and then I'd seen the end uh, and I just didn't dig it like. the only other thing I'll say is the last 20 minutes to half hour saved the movie like I really enjoyed it right once shit hit the fan and it really ramped up, I thought it was really good. Yeah, maybe when I'm laying on my deathbed, I'll watch it again or something. I don't know. Or maybe I'll make you watch it some week. <laughs> I have to. That's the rule in this podcast. Whatever you pick, I have to watch. And I don't I've, know what it is until we get to the end of the show. Right, well, I have another one that caught me off guard. I got up on Sunday morning, you know, a wee bit hungover. Uh-huh. I just picked a random movie. Yeah. There, it's one from 2015, Freaks of Nature. Right. I'd never heard of it, never seen it, no idea, so I flicked it on. And uh, do you know the list of the names of the people in it comes up? Uh-huh. Vanessa Hudgens, goes, oh, no, her. Dennis Leary, I was like, oh. Keegan-Michael Key, oh. Bob Odenkirk, Joan Cusack, Patton Oswalt. And I was like, how the fuck have I not heard of this? It's all big ALS comedians except for yeah. Cusack. And, uh, I kind of I had a look after you know the directors and the writers and things to see how these people ended up in it and I've no clue why, but it was kind of fun. And what it is, it starts off in this town where zombies, vampires, and humans live in peace. Oh, right, I like this already. Right, every everything's great, you know, uh-huh. until obviously there's an alien invasion which throws oh. shit up. <laughs> It is great. I, I, I had so much fun with Burmain always hung over, but like every everyone's just having fun. It's a good fun movie, like. I am I am gonna mark this down for Freaks of Nature you called it? Yeah. First thing that came up there was Freaks of Nature dessert. I, I, I'll look into that later too. 
Um, yeah, I'd say you'd enjoy it. I'll, I'll check that out. It has to be a comedy horror then, with all that, yep. that, that crew involved in it. Like, yeah, no, I have to check that out. I, I like that kind of. That's... But I don't know the. I don't know who the three main kids are. I didn't recognize any of them, but yeah, they were all good. I liked it. There's a few. You, I'm just looking at the uh, IMDb of it. There's a few ones being recommended here too. Cooties. Uh, oh, oh, Cooties is good. That's Elijah Wood. Is it good? Cause I heard about that around the same time I heard about this other one, the Scouts Guide, the Zombie Apocalypse. Not seen either one, but I remember the trailers being quite cool for them. Yeah, I I watched Scouts Guide drunk one night, so and I think I seen half it, and I was I really enjoyed it, but I just never got back to it. Right. But funny, like yeah, it's, as far as I can remember, it's been a long time now. But Cody's, yeah, Cody's is really good. Do you need we palate change, we cleanser every now and again? I, if I do watch a really, really scary movie, I usually have to follow up with a comedy or a comedy horror. Like when I watched the first Conjuring, I still haven't got around to watching the sequel yet. Um, yeah, I followed that up straight away the, the same night. I rarely do a double feature, but I watched the last Chucky movie. That's when I watched that too because I needed. I needed something funny, and then and then I found out that the last Chucky movie actually had no laughs in it. Like, but that's usually the way I try and think. You know, I need a bit of uh, ice cream on top of my my keel. What? I don't know what that means. Anyway, what else did I've, you watch? <laughs> we'll be. I've, I'll do one more. One I watched the other night was called Pat. Right. I've heard. I've had this recommended to me. Have you? Yeah. Not by me. No, not by you, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I trust the source on on, on their ta- on their taste. So I, I kind of went, mm, maybe I'll get the. And it had, you? it had Dominic Monaghan. You know the Hobbit yes, guy. Aye, aye. The only good. He plays like a. He's he works in a, like a dog shelter. Right. And he seems like a real oddball, a real loner. You know, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. And he runs into this girl that I think he knew before I can't exactly remember but he gets a bit of a crush on her and becomes obsessed with her right. you know starts looking up all her details online getting to know what she likes and things and where she is and he accidentally bumps into her here and there you know mm-hmm. and it goes from that to him stalking her and as this is going on he finds this room underneath the dog shelter which he builds up a cage and all for obvious reasons which he ends up he eventually kidnaps her and locks her down there kinky bollocks but that's about maybe halfway through the movie and then things take a bit of a turn which I didn't see coming right and I'll say no more than that (laughs) would you recommend it though yeah it's worth a look is you know it's not brilliant but it, it was good I I have a problem with his face though. I don't know what it is exactly. <laughs> what? What's wrong with his wee face? Because he looks like a, a wee cherub in a man's body. Maybe that's what it is. Something just doesn't sit right with me. He freaks me out. It's like it's like his body had puberty and his face went no and stayed there. Like, so, you know. If you're cool with his face, yeah, go on ahead. <laughs> he can't grow facial hair too. That's the odd problem he has. His facial hair shite. Like it's just it's too. Uh, it's too patchy and it doesn't fill in correctly. It, just, it looks weird. But it, right, well, I'll, I'll, try, I'll, I'll put it. It's on the list because I've had a, a high recommendation and now you've given me a bit of a lukewarm one. I'll, I'll, I'll just pick the interest. So I'll give it a look. So, you want to do this then? 
move on to the first movie that you've recommended for the first episode of Scary Biscuits and it was Autopsy of Jane Doe which I watched the other evening all by myself I have you know by yourself yeah wow <laughs> well done and uh, I won't lie to you I did knock everything off before going to bed and I did pick up the pace when I was going up the stairs I but, still uh, do that too don't worry about it <laughs> that's normal <laughs> and give a wee high pitched squeal out of me alright well let's do a wee run down of this movie it uh, came out uh, last year yeah and um, this is a, a very low budget movie. As, as I, I never even heard of this. You, you told me about this. I haven't. I don't know the budget. I don't think it would be that low. Like it's directed by Andre Overdahl, oh, who he is. He directed Troll Hunter. Oh, which, I, have, I, I love that movie. Which you have seen. <laughs> I have seen. Yeah. Is this his first English of that movie? Then is it? Yes, as far as I know, it is. Apparently. After he seen The Conjuring, he wanted to do a horror movie, and his agent brought him the script for this, uh-huh. and that's kind of what got him in. Right. I think a lot of the film was in place before he came along, but... He just put his it's spunk on it. Yeah. So, Brian Cox and Emile Hirsch play a father and son working in an autopsy mm-hmm. place. <laughs> and Emil Hurst, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen. Is this a new kid? I've never, I didn't recognize. No, he, he's well enough known. I, I know the name and all. I couldn't tell you what I've seen him in, but I know him. He's a big name. I had to, I had to Google him afterwards because I was thinking, is this the, the handsome young brother of Jack Black? But <laughs> it's not. Like I can see that. Because uh, and then a lot of things did spring up that he's been in, and I've he's been in some great movies, but I've not seen one of them. Uh, I just know that they're all highly acclaimed. You know, uh, Sean Penn's. This becoming a familiar. This becoming a familiar movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the catchphrase. I haven't seen it. We should have called the podcast. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. So you were saying yeah, it's oh. started, the M two is father and son in a morgue. Do you know what I like the best about it, though? It, they didn't even feel like a father and son. They did feel like work colleagues. And yeah. it, it really seemed to work that way for me. Their chemistry was really good. Yeah. Um, I know. Because I, I, basically the movie boils down to them two. Because it's... Um, when I thought... When I said about low budget, I just assumed it, it would have had a moderate budget. Because it's really only set in two locations. And 95% <coughs> of it is two actors in a small space like a, a yeah morgue, really so it does really boil down to, i mean if you stuck into uh if you, you stuck into axe members of the, the jackass movie uh cast <laughs> this wouldn't have worked you needed two actors who were really going to jail together and, and yeah they definitely definitely that father and son dynamic really worked yeah martin sheen was actually originally meant to play the brian cox role i've seen somewhere which right. could have been interesting but Brian Cox really sold it for me, like. It's Martin. Martin, is he not like a hundred nine? How the fuck could he play me? He doesn't do any acting anymore, does he? What's the last thing he was in? God, I don't know. I thought he was. I thought he was on Death's Door. Um, but Brian, no, Brian Cox was was perfect. I thought in this, he 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 was a lot. He's probably twenty years younger than him. Um, but the movie, the movie, yeah, he he was great. The 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 movie begins. So I mean, you want to set up the the how it sets up the. Well, it kicks off with basically this body being found in a cellar and everyone else in the house is dead. Isn't that what it was? Yeah, and everybody, it's like, 
they dropped the line saying that it looks like they were trying to escape. Yeah, because there's no, there's no, there's, I don't know, I think there was like seven, you know, that wasn't as many as that, maybe it was four or five different bodies scattered around this house, all brutally yeah. murdered in different ways, but there's no clear indication how, how it happened or if one of the bodies had done it and then committed. There's like, there's nothing, it's just these bodies are dead yeah. in a brutal way, but there's no break in, there's no fingerprints, there's nothing to indicate it. And then they find the. This, when, so, so for me, when this got brought to the Emmons and they start the autopsy. Yeah. The movie I thought I was getting was going to be the Emmons slowly, bit by bit, working out the clues and working out what happened to her. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a, like a, a thriller, more of a thriller. I did, I, did, I did originally think that maybe it would end up, there would be some sort of twist where Brian Cox was maybe involved or it was something to do with him. Me too, that's where my mind was going while watching and That, to me, was the kind of movie I was getting, which turned out to maybe not be the case. <laughs> no, we'll get to the we'll get to the twist we'll possible. Get to that. But the way the hap the, the, the autopsy the the character of Jane Doe that they focus on, the reason why the the they send her off to get examined straight away because she's the only body in the house that doesn't have a, a mark on her. She's naked, which by the way, <laughs> titties. I the, I did Google her. By the, of course I fucking Googled <laughs> her for Christ's sake. But um she has nothing she's fine waist deep in mud or sand or whatever it is and she's got no markings on her but she's completely completely dead like but so the sand that's all centers around her body because she's unique to all of them yeah. why the rest of them have been brutally murdered with gunshots stab wounds all the rest broken bones and this thing's in perfect you know just looks like she just lay down went to sleep so I yeah, it all focuses around her in the in the autopsy room and like you were saying like you do it does begin like uh like a it's thriller, like a, like a crime it's, movie. It's kind of like a yeah, like a procedural sort of thing. CSA, fucking hardcore version. Just with a weird homicide. More titties in, involved. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I, I don't know if I should throw in what I didn't like right now, but I, I suppose it's quite early in the in the actual movie. They, they introduce each character they introduce the cops the first things you see and then the two main yeah. leads you have Brian Cox uh, the to uh, their character name is Tommy Tilden and Austin Tilden the father and son but then yeah. they, they introduce which I don't know they, they introduce the girl the girlfriend of the young of the young boy the Emma you called her and yeah. was, I, I, why I didn't understand why she was even needed in the movie like I know there's a scene later on that's meant to kind of pay off but Really didn't need her, and first of all, when she appears, I, I I wanted her to be complete. I wanted her to be killed. For, I wish she. Was, I was going to say something racist. I was going to say I wish she was black. No, well, she was going to die first. But I think, well, obviously she she was there to to kind of let you see what bodies were in the place too. You know, to give you an idea of what they were working with and what was there. And oh yes, I never even thought of that because I was so distracted about how much that. of a bitch she was because she was like only on the screen <laughs> for five minutes. And oh, I, by the way, before I sat down and watched this movie, I, I spoke to my brother about it. He he liked that he had seen it and he says, "Oh, you like this? There's no jump scares." But twelve minutes in it, she fucking jump scares you. Jump Um, and he shot myself. She uh, she's only on the screen for five minutes and she's already fucking saying, "Here, your father." I know he lost his wife two years ago, but fuck him! Come on, we go off and do our own thing. It's like hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting warm into you at all. I hope you get <laughs> brutally murdered in, in in this movie. But uh, 
that was the first you can help my first strike against it was like I didn't feel like we needed her at all um, and she no I didn't mind her at all I was fine with it but it did, don't worry I didn't let it irk me I really got into this movie um, so what yeah that's so, good you're easily irked uh, as we I know as we were saying as you were saying like they they begin this autopsy of this body and it has no clear markings so they have to do an internal examination and that's when things start the movie takes a turn that's where the kind of it twists from a crime investigating type of thriller to a straight up supernatural freak out horror like well I mean if you're not going to do spoilers that's a big one <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it well, I'm not going to give anything else away <laughs> uh, but I will, I will we'll, do, we'll do spoilers we'll do, we'll do more in depth spoilers in a wee minute then well what, what else to say about it the performances were fantastic the uh the story was very interesting like it was very very unique like you pointed out and like I've just pointed there it, it leads you down one path and then it changes again like fuck me the path changes about 15 minutes in the movie fucking get your knickers back on you listeners but but um <laughs> the uh and then it has a quite a satisfying finale I thought yeah it was up there I don't even know this this is probably where we'll have to go into spoiler yeah, because I was going to I was going to talk there, and then I'm like, I don't know what to say because <laughs> I'm at that point. Well, that's just well, I give it a score. Then I I would just name we can go into spoilers. So anybody that hasn't seen this movie, um, I, first of all, I thought it was I thought it was really good, really enjoyed it. I thought um, all the performance was great. It hooked me all the way to the end. Very suspenseful, very edge on the edge of the seat the way through it. Um, had a couple of jump scares, which I do not like, but. Um, it was more of a it's more of a psychological type of horror, although it does have some graphic uh, fa- fa- uh, murder scenes and all that too. But I'd give it a seven out of ten. It's a solid seven. Like, yeah, I I'll go into this. I seven. actually would be around the same a solid seven due to the fact that it seems to have been hyped up a lot. Where I have some minor issues with it. Well, we'll get into them issues now then. But, yeah, so for but them, yeah, the, solid album. Like, and as I said, I recommended it to you because it is good. So it's well, worth watching. Definitely. If any, if you haven't seen it yet, we're going to go into spoilers here. So fast forward five minutes. Um. Right. Well, as you were saying there, that there was hyped up. I think I had the advantage there because I'd actually never heard of this movie. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So I went in completely blind, not knowing what it was about. Well, I I had known known the hype, but I as well went in knowing very little apart from the autopsy side of it well the autopsy the autopsy of the movie is whenever it really picks up where you the, the plot the first scene the first scene of Supernatural in it was do you remember when he's going down the corridor in the mirror and you yeah. seen a reflection of something mm-hmm. and when that happened they kind of went ah, oh, fuck's sake because I didn't want it to be that I was enjoying it being almost straight yeah me that too much, I, I, did, I was a wee bit disappointed then I was thinking that too. I, I, I when that happened, um, I, I think it was meant it to be her. Yeah, ghost movie. Like. <laughs> yeah, I was worried about that. That was going to turn into this was her ghost. But then it, it they, they get when they get deeper into no pun intended, but when they get deeper into the body and they open up <laughs> the cavities and, and they start showing everything, it starts to reveal that she has been tortured. Yeah. But it, it, it do, again it doesn't make sense. You have lungs that have been burnt. You have organs that have been stabbed. You've had bones that are broken but there's no external 
indication that anything's yeah. happened. There's no bruising. There's no blood. There's nothing. So yeah, I, I liked how they did that though. Piece by piece, you were learning with Emmons. Yeah, and the more they got into it, the more they got in, the more they uncovered, the more crazy the, the things started happening. Things start going. Hey, wire electric start going out. Uh, find a dead cat, and uh, then things get really fucking crazy whenever. Well, they didn't find a dead cat. They found their dead cat. Oh, I, I suppose you're supposed to feed something. Wasn't there one? I didn't really care. Like, I don't like cats. <laughs> and then whenever no. they, um, this, this is when this is when it it, it kind of had me and it lost me a wee bit. When the movie starts I, to go on really up and up the whole supernatural thing, uh, and they discover they were in spoiler territory, so they kind of discover that she was, she was a witch, or at least. But no, I think. I remember a line or something along the lines of Brian Cox saying that they treated her like a witch and tortured her, Ah, you know, torture a witch. And I think the idea was they did all this to her and made her what they thought she was rather than her actually being a witch to begin with. Yeah, you're you're right. I cracked myself. You're right. She was treated like she she was murdered or she was tortured like a witch because isn't that the way that that was back then? Super religious people thought a woman who fucking look to be a bit sexy they'll go like that must be a witch just fucking up your game lads you know I don't go out and murder all that sexy bitches that, that I want to get with like I just live with myself there's not as many about here to prefer mm-hmm. that's true Northern <laughs> Ireland really does lack a bit of sexiness but um sorry that, sexy Ireland women by the way <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to this here going yeah fucks they, uh, when I, when that, whenever you start discovering all that then all the supernatural stuff happens like they have other bodies in, in the morgue uh, but obviously again it was so obvious they were going to come back. Yeah, they, was, From, it, 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 they were introduced early on. There was always that notion in the back of my head going, well, them bodies are coming back somehow. And that was actually my first problem with the movie. It, it, it wasn't like a game. It didn't kill it for me. It wasn't. But I, I just felt the movie... Because they, they they, then they introduced these other... What would you call them? They're, yeah. they're, they're dead bodies, but they're... they're, they're like, for a better term... But it, it was, each one had its own unique thing. It was like, this one has a bell on its toe, this one had a gunshot to the face, and this one's eyes and mouth and all sewn up. And because each one was introduced as something different, you just knew they were coming back. I know. And, and to me, when they did come back, they just weren't well enough used. Well, I'd, I'd actually wish they hadn't used them at all, to be honest, because it's like, you didn't oh, need to turn this into like a monster movie in a way. You know, It, it, it almost became like, here's our Hellraiser characters. Our- yeah. You know, um, but what you uh, could have said Xanabites and got some cool points there. I, I wish I fucking thought of the bloody name. Uh, <laughs> the thing about it was like, I was I was enjoying the movie more when I thought that this, you know, the, the other great thing about Jane Doe, the the the, the character in the, in the movie, is that she never moves the whole way. She's dead, like, but she never gets a moment where she's up and going around scaring them, like, apart from maybe that yeah. her in the mirror. That was great. But I wish they'd done more stuff like that, where it was more psychological. They would say fucked up shit, and then was yeah, but then plays on their mind, I mean, you know? You're still going down the same old route of most of the, the recent ghost movies, like, doing things like that. Well, um, Maybe, uh, well, maybe that's more that's more played out to me than it will be to you, I suppose. Probably, I uh, more like yeah, because I don't watch as much. The the well, well, first the first big kill then. Whenever the you no, know what I did enjoy about the two the movie though with the two characters, the two leads is like they didn't act predictable. Like, because I don't watch enough horror, I don't, I'm not used, to, but I'm used to the the. 
the clueless fucking people run towards the injury. Oh, like, you were... know, this wasn't, this wasn't a bunch of stupid teens running about. Okay, it sorry, was... Yeah. They were good characters. They reacted as you would expect, you know. It was like, no... <laughs> like, well, uh, once they realised it was coming from her, they were sat there... They weren't even speaking to each other. They were trying to set her on fire. It's like, yes, that's what yeah. they do. Fucking born the witch. Uh, there was no question of things. And I also didn't like that they didn't... I kept waiting for the moment to happen because as Brian Cox's character was piecing things together throughout the movie, I was waiting for a moment, like, he would turn and say, oh, I have a book or let me check the internet and it would have this whole backstory. I uh, like the fact that they kept, you know, it, it didn't reveal everything. It just gave you enough. It was kind of amusing how quick they went with, here, she's a fucking witch, let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you do, if you, you do. Know, in, in a rational world, within about, within an hour, they decided, she's a fucking witch. <laughs> well, I think I had it done the same. It's like, hang on, you know, <laughs> it's like, she's that or she's a sucker bus, but, because uh, I'm going to bone down oh. on this chick. Uh, now that I remember, do you know what was cool? When do you remember when they peeled their skin back? Yeah, all the symbols and all. We're on. I thought that was class. I, it looked real well. No, no, the, the, the practical effects in it were really cool. Like I was like, I just kept thinking the whole time, fuck, this must be torturous for the actress because she had to lie still and then she would have had that body cast for the opening, the chest cavity bits on top of her and down the. Um, so I and then. I think they had to go back after and then digitally remove any breathing or movements that she would have made and things like that too. Oh, she's not that good of an actress then. They, you know, I think, I think she's done well though. The first bit of like, the first bit of like, like I, I, I know I said to you that the girlfriend irked me when she's turned up and she was being all like, let's get out of town here, fuck your dad. But then it really annoyed me is like when she gets killed. It's like, it was, why it, was she in the room? How did she get back down there? And this, this kill is what, only to make what, him feel when, when When she left, didn't he say, you know, we'll come back at 11 or something and we'll go? And So maybe it was around that time then? It, I, may, I don't know if I may have lost concentration throughout that scene, but it felt like she... I, I said I didn't... She, she was only there to die. Like, there is no other reason to have her there. But then, if you don't have her there... You don't really have any deaths. You know what I if, I, if I was in charge and I was making that movie, I'd I was that, in charge of Hollywood. <laughs> I'd, I'd have had that scene played exactly the way it was where she dies, right? And then they have that whole emotional bit, and then the dad and the son end up back in. The, what happened, whatever happened next, they end up in the morgue again. I can't remember. But whenever they pass that area again, the elevator again, the body's not there. And it's like, was it? Was it her? Or was it the witch playing her wee tricks? And, but even, even again, they didn't go down the obvious route that I I actually thought this is all going to happen. She's going to be dead, his dad's going to be dead, and then he's going to get out and he'll be blamed on it all. That's what I... Ah, yes. That's, where, that's what I loved about the end because it was going down the road. It was becoming a wee bit generic... Not generic, but it was run through the usual... Well, it was kind of a generic supernatural movie come the end. Being chased around the, the high school you know type of thing getting by a killer that kind of thing it was becoming a wee bit like that and I love whenever especially because you don't get it that often with Hollywood movies it's usually they always want to go for the happy end but I like the way they ended this here it's like the the Brian Cox's character realises like once he pieced the ring together she was tortured and she's carrying this burden and it's her, her way of getting revenge that he kind of it's like that thing from uh, uh, Repossessed Take me, take me, or fucking actress would have been a better one. Uh, <laughs> 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 fucking repossessed, seriously. <laughs> and, uh, 
It's kind of like she puts all the pain and all the all the shit, like the crew, all the suffering into him. He gets the, the slashes, the burn innards and all that, and he dies. And then, like you said, it's like, where's the movie going to go from here? Because now there's all these bodies, this body count, and there's only the son of life, and he's at the exit door at this point with the policeman at the other end trying to open it up. And the police... I, I've actually got chills thinking about what happened next. They're trying to get out, and the policeman's communicating them, saying, push the door and all, and he's like, I can't, I can't. And then he starts singing this song. Was It was on the radio before, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, it pretty much recurred throughout the whole movie. Oh, my God. And then the realisation that that wasn't the cop, and he starts backing off, and then he fucking... His, his dad turned up, didn't he? Uh, and he had... A, I think it wasn't his eyes, like... The way the witches was. Yeah, they're all clouded over, and then he, he the, the son backs into the broken stairway and d- falls, dies in impact. That was, I thought, the ending made up for it. So then it, it, kind of, it kind of ends then where it began. Exactly, that's what I loved Her about it. Was, pain, everyone's dead. They look like they were trying to escape. An, an unsolvable uh, homicide. There's no, exactly the way the movie opens is the way it ends. It's just like, we the cop has no idea. I love the way he kind of has some knowing now, so he sends the body off this well. That's the other thing I enjoyed about it. It was like, it's almost like, a, the story could be an urban legend. You know, this body that gets passed around, place to place, and these mysterious things start happening, these murders happen. It really, really was a, an interesting... Harder to pass about them via chest tape, though. <laughs> a lot of fucking, uh, a lot of stomps needed for that one, so you are. <laughs> but I, I really thought the, the end made up for the, the faults. The only thing I could fault it was the, the, the I didn't I didn't like the girl the, the girlfriend actress and I thought her death scene was a bit and I, I didn't like the monsters you know they're not monsters but you know what I'm saying the, the disfigured bodies yeah. turning up every now and again. Yeah. I thought they could have done it a wee bit that a wee bit better where it was more psychological than practical like actual that these war bodies moving around where they would come back into the room and the doors were closed and it's like how long the fuck we just seen them as and then they're the door i don't know they're just we nitpicking things but it, it was a really good movie it's yeah my, my problems are nitpicky as well uh, pretty much similar to yours it's just all nitpicky it's nothing serious nothing that brought the movie really down from it like. no no well you know i think We've gone a wee bit longer than we wanted to for the first episode. Uh, we did. Hopefully, we, we want to keep we'll it forty minutes. Um, we wanted to. We wanted this to. Be, we wanted to review one movie and try and keep it down to forty minutes. But we we got we can't stop talking. But you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so we both. Our first, the first one. The, the first episode will be entitled "The Autopsy of Jane Doe" because that's the movie we just reviewed, and that's we both agreed that it's a good movie, and we recommend you going and checking it out. Um, yep, hundred percent. Uh, those ones that skipped ahead five minutes and then actually got spoilers. Sorry about that. The <laughs> <laughs> um, lead off yeah. to the <laughs> just fucked it up. We're going to teach you. Spoiled you spoiled it before you announced spoilers. Uh, then no. after after the five minute mark, you spoiled it too. So. <laughs> that's going to be very common with me. Um, so let's tease the next episode. We are going to watch another movie that you're going to recommend. So you're going to tell me it right now. What is it? I take note right, of it. I'm still keeping it a reasonably recent movie. Mm-hmm. One that was on my what I watched list, but I decided to save it. And it is February. February. I don't know. It's February, February on UK and Netflix in the US and anywhere else. It may be called The Black Coat's Daughter. So just I... for anyone else out there who may want to watch it. 
I've actually got just going to write down F E B because I generally don't know how to spell February. Um, so <laughs> that's uh, that's a wrap, my friend. I think uh, yep. that wasn't uh, too painful for our first episode. I hope not. Maybe I'll listen back and see how painful it really was. Uh, <laughs> um, we will have uh, social uh, social networks. Social. Uh, we'll have Twitter. We'll have uh, Facebook and all. We'll sort it all out soon. In time. Hopefully by the next episode, and we can give you links for that. So, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, that was that was scary biscuits. Uh, I was Kings. I was Kev. And don't have nightmares. <laughs> I'm so